Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, video gamers. This is the Hit Start Podcast, and this is our first ever premium episode, and I am one of your hosts, Stickers, and with me as always... Marshy! What's up, hey. guys? You're frozen, Marshy. Your uh, your camera's frozen. Yeah, my internet's, like, up to crap. <laughs> ah. Sorry. <laughs> uh, our first guest today is Amy Smith, <laughs> a voice actor who has worked on a range of projects including Siegecraft Commander, Freedom Planet, and a whole heap more. So, Amy, please introduce yourself and give us a little bit about you. Hi, guys. Sorry, I'm just laughing at Marty's face because he's just permanently smiling right now. I love it. Um, yep. it I'm, <laughs> I'm so sorry. So, I'm Amy Smith. So, as you can hear, I'm an Australian voice actress. And as you mentioned, I'm typically known for the roles of Mila from Freedom Planet, Alicia from Battle Right, and Katara from Siegecraft Commander. Yep. I love what I do. Yeah, I'm typically known as a character voice actress, but I also do a lot of the more non-glorious work of voiceover, and I do a lot of non-broadcast, so like IVR work, and I do some commercial and stuff like that too. Yeah, yeah, we, we had a look at your uh, website to, you know, to get know a little bit about you, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I absolutely love it. Um, but I recently took the plunge into full-time voiceover as of this year, so I've just been doing it for a few weeks now um yep. yeah it's been a really interesting journey over the last seven eight years now so okay oh, so, you've yeah. been, so you've been doing it for a while yes yeah, so i've just been doing it part-time um since 2011 while i was studying in university to be a primary school teacher actually oh, and yeah. then yeah and then at the end of last year i spoke to my boss and had basically said look i want to pursue voiceover full-time which was a really hard conversation to have mm-hmm. and yeah i'm currently trying to plug away and will eventually be looking for agency representation but yeah. As of so far, yeah, all the work that I've gotten so far has kind of been a little voiceover. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, that, that's a big jump. How did you uh, manage? Yeah, how did you manage? Like, that's a big jump from going, like, to obviously a full-time employment with a company that pays bills and stuff to... Freelancing? Um, yeah, or like freelancing, I guess. Well, yeah, so yeah, it is. It's very much freelance at the moment. Um, I have a very supportive husband, um, but it's also just been a matter of building up that clientele for the last few years as well and just evaluating how my budget's been and if the likelihood of me doing this full-time is possible. And I would never uh, recommend just going straight into voiceover full-time. It's been a very natural process. So I'd been doing it just out of fun for the first couple of years, and yep. then I eventually... Um, as a teacher, I went from full-time to part-time to extra part-time and then eventually just decided I've got to do it now and build up a little bit more momentum and yeah, only three weeks in, very glad I've done it. <laughs> awesome. awesome. Yeah. As, uh, as I said, like, that's a huge jump. Um, I just, Especially like, after Christmas too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Christmas. yeah, it's hard. So um, what got you into voice acting? Um, so it was basically, I'd loved drama my whole life. I'd done musical theatre while I was in high school and then I realised that when I was starting to be a primary school teacher, I didn't have the time to dedicate two and three nights a week to recording for a show. Um, And then I did a little bit of extra work on screen uh, in a show that I don't even think ended up airing in Australia anyway. Um, But I kind of, yeah, I know. But I kind of just realised none of that voiceover was for me and it didn't fit my lifestyle. 
lifestyle. And so I just looked into different forms of acting. So it obviously went stage, screen, and then voice. And I was like, oh, I never even form of acting, which is a bit silly because we're constantly surrounded by it. Um, yep. And then I kind of yep. thought, oh, how do I get started in there? Looked at a couple of websites. And at the time, one of them that I got involved with was the Voice Acting Alliance, which for the last couple of years has been shut down. Um, but then another one I was looking at, which is still around today, being recently revamped, is the Voice Acting Club. And then that was kind of just my springboard in cold emailing clients, marketing my own strategies. I think we lost somebody. Oh, hello. <laughs> there we go. He's not stuck smiling there anymore. There we go. I have to turn it all off. <laughs> Typical system, uh, <laughs> it scared me because my face just my, fa- my face just popped up. Like it, it was, my my face was really big all of a sudden. I'm like, what the hell's going on? You can see the look of concern cross over your face. <laughs> I had to turn it on and off, so it yeah. actually um, unfreeze me for some reason. No. <laughs> oh, good. Uh, so, sorry, Amy. Continue. No, that's all right. Um, Wherever you are. <laughs> but yeah, it was just a matter of finding another form of acting that worked with my lifestyle, that worked with me studying to be a primary school teacher at the same time. And then it ended up just going from a hobby, so a couple of little paid jobs, and then I got cast in Freedom Planet in 2014, and then two years later ended up going over to the States um, and recorded at the Ocratron 5000 with Christopher Sabat, who's the voice of a cheater and like yeah. so much of the cast in Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> you know, I jo- I've just um, seen a bit about them actually, because I'm I'm gonna go see the movie tomorrow. <laughs> oh wow! Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like that experience was so phenomenal. And when I came back to his, like just the whole trip, like the people that I'd met and the things that I'd done, and I came back and I just said to Michael, "I've got to do this." Like I. It, it devastated me kind of going over to the States and seeing what all of my friends were doing. And I was like, I can't live here. I can't work for Funimation. I can't do these sorts of things. So I've got to find a way to kind of make it work for me. Um, and so, yeah, continued the journey of getting more non-broadcast work, which is your way of getting those repeat clients and actually ma- turning it into a full-time business, as well as um, like I did three panels last year for conventions and just kind of getting out the word about you can still get voice actors over in Australia. Yeah. yeah. Um, particularly in the gaming industry, I think that that's massive. They don't realise that it exists. In commercials, yeah, you hear it all the time. Australia's re- renowned for it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of been my mission over the last year, to just the yeah. fact that you can get voice actors for your games here in Australia. Yeah, so you don't have to outsource to, like, uh, America or stuff like that. Yeah, yeah that's rather. it. Well, you're paying US rates as well. Like I have two different rate cards for voiceover, one's for the US and one's for Australia. They're the same number, but the currency makes a massive difference in terms of payment. And yeah. I do that because Australians do find it a little bit harder to pay for voice talent or they don't really consider it mm-hmm. in the beginning. Yeah. So I'm kind of doing stepping into having voiceover for your games because it's something I'm so passionate about. Australians make really amazing games. Mm-hmm. And I just, yeah, I want to be a part of that process. And I want to show them that this is a service you can start considering for your games. Yeah. It's very doable. Definitely. Like, well, yeah, you've worked on uh, like a heap of, a heap of game. Like, I, I went through your list and like, there's some, there's a lot of games there. Yeah. <laughs> when Luke sent me like a little bit, like a little bit about you, I'm like, oh yeah, that's all right. Like, and I asked him like how big was the following and all that sort of stuff, like a project wise as well. And then I looked at like the, your website and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, <laughs> I am a little I'm bit like, proud of that character. It's very visual. <laughs> I love it. I'm a very visual person. I actually like it. Yeah. yeah, thank you. I'm hoping to kind of branch 
branching out a little bit more, not in terms of the number or anything, yeah. but like applying links and things like that too. So it's still a work yeah. in progress. Yeah. It's getting there. <laughs> so I do like the um, highlight reels as well. They're, they're, yeah. they're actually a nice touch to it. Uh, you can just combine you. it all into one whole YouTube clip, really. Yeah, that's exactly it. Like I, yeah, like I find that with our demo reels, like that's generally your calling card. And with my character demo reel, I feel like I really need to get it. Um, like it's still, it's still great. Like I love the work that's been done on it, but I would just like it redone just a couple of spots on there. And I feel like the character visual reels, they at least show some more up-to-date work and some different voices I don't necessarily have on the demo reel. So yeah. it's not something you need to have as a voice actor, but it's a nice, it's a nice touch. touch. Yeah. yeah. Definitely yeah. a nice touch. It, like it, it shows, uh, I guess, a client or someone that you know you know how to do a whole range of voices because there's like there's a lot of different uh, work there in those highlight reels, and that, yeah, and it just shows that you know how to yeah. do them. Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah, I do. I love it. So, um, uh, how, go, go on, go on, sorry. <laughs> how, how long have you uh, been voice acting for? Um, since 2011. So yeah, but that was like very hobby-like. Um, and then yeah. there was one year where I didn't actually voice act at all. And it was because I was, I had my first class as a teacher and I was full time and just learning the ropes and yeah. Oh yeah. And then I recently moved as well. And I had some, so I just didn't record for a whole year. Um, and then, yeah, basically the recording over in the States for Freedom Planet 2 happened. Mm. And then that, that's what I mean. When I came back, I was like, I'm updating my equipment. I'm getting back into this or I'd be an idiot and I'm always going to regret this. So, yeah. Yeah. So just very hobby-like, couple of pay gigs. And then suddenly it was like, no, I need to do this. I need to give it a go. Yeah. Or I'll yeah. always regret it. <laughs> yeah, of course. Oh, I get that feel. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, oh, I had a question then. Um, oh. Straight over. The... Yeah, I just went straight <laughs> over my head. I, saw, I seen you but... like. Yeah, I was like, yep, I've got this. And then I, I lost I could, it. I could, I, I, um, I could see the cogs turning, Marshy. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least my video works then. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, since you've been voice acting, how has the industry changed since you first started? Like, how have things gotten more professional or have you just noticed more of the nasty, gritty stuff that you didn't really want to notice? Or... Uh, the advancement of technology is a massive thing. Like yeah. I feel like even 10 years ago to record from a home studio set up wasn't yeah. even really a thing. Like yeah. that's incredible. Like an, um, like an eight pack. Yeah. Yeah. Like obviously in terms of live direction as well, we really just had Skype and now we have ISDN and well, Source Connects on its way out, but there's so many other ways to be um, live directed from across the world too. I personally don't have those services. That's the next step for me but obviously now we have discord as well so there's a lot more collaboration platforms but yeah. that's all been advanced through yeah. technology um and obviously the type of projects that we're able to record to through as well is pretty amazing like the amount of commercial work you can do from home is is incredible because the only studio i've ever actually recorded in is the one in the u.s everything else that i've voiced for has been from home yep that's virtually unheard of even like yeah. seven years ago that's really amazing yeah yeah um, which is yeah, which is why sometimes I feel like a little bit of a fraud. I'm like, yes, I'm a voice actress. Yes, I'm doing this full time, but I've never ste I've stepped into a studio once to record for a job. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so that's definitely a way that the industry's changed. And the fact that there's a lot more voice talent out there now, it was originally done by a very small pool of people. Um, like, yeah. obviously, with trailer voices, you know, Don LaFontaine and 
Um, but yeah, now there's a lot more um, work going around for voice talent. So that's definitely developed too. Yeah. So I guess that helps you, you grow as well, because, you know, there's obviously more, pe- more people making, even more people making games and stuff like that, I, I feel, because, you know, the technology is getting better. Yeah, and a lot easier to do from scratch rather yeah. than going to a big company or pitching your idea to someone else where you can just do it yourself. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. I mean, anyway. yeah, I definitely make sure that I'm always checking out the VN dev hashtags, visual novel hashtags, indie dev hashtags, game dev hashtags, yeah. and a new indie studio is coming up every single day. And yeah. that's a new lead for voiceover talent. So that in itself is really amazing. Once again, mm. was Twitter a thing seven years ago? <laughs> I don't even know. Like that for me is yeah. such a massive... <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like to me, that's such a massive uh, way to communicate with different types of developers too and their new voiceover leads. So but like, yeah, um, it's really incredible. We'll, 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 get, we'll, go, we'll go off uh, Twitter and stuff like that. Like, do you contact the, uh, the developer or does... You just like kind of put your name out there. How, how do you put your name out there with the developers that are using these hashtags, hashtag uh, game dev, hashtag indie game dev, et cetera, et cetera? I just um, <laughs> should, should, we, should I answer his question before he forgets it again? <laughs> no, that's right. Go for it. Go for it. Lock it in. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a couple of ways that I kind of market myself. So one of the first ways is, is if a game developer happens to follow me on Twitter, I'll have a look at their work and I'll follow them back and send them a message and say, hey, notice you followed me followed you back love what you're doing with insert name a project here yeah. if you need voice talent please feel free to get in contact at blah 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 um so that's one way that i kind of approach um contacting a new lead another way is just obviously using that game dev hashtag and i scroll through the list of projects and i happen to find one that i really connect with and i have a look at a video and see if they already have voice talent if they don't i say hey were you considering voice talent once again check out these links yep um, contact me at my email address if you're interested for a free audition. Um, and then another way is obviously like me pushing out my work as well. So yeah. um, if I do have a visual demo reel, if I do have just a new demo reel out or I've been cast in a project, then I'll use those hashtags as well. And then sometimes that generates new leads too. Yep. Um, one, But like there's just so many thing, different things that you can do with Twitter and I've got a whole lot of other means of communicating with other game developers too. Like there's a whole lot of lists available out on the internet, ones that you don't need to pay for. Or um, one that I go through too is called Game Dev Map. And it it doesn't by all means go through every single indie game developer in the world, but it goes through some of the main ones in every single country. Yeah. So once again, I'll go through there, scroll through their work and see um, oh, if yeah. I can offer some, them something that they don't necessarily have. So yeah to find voiceover work and that's just through cold emailing so yeah yeah so yeah i guess a lot of cold uh cold emails and well cold calls sort of thing at the end of the day it's a lot of cold calling yeah yeah it is like obviously um you already have that repeat client base but it doesn't always run itself you constantly need to be um, contact. <laughs> Sorry, his face disappeared. Do you have your water with you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Sorry, I'm like so distracted by video. <laughs> um, so oh, I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> oh dear. I'm like a squirrel. Um, <laughs> I just thought of hoodwink then. <laughs> what I was thinking of too. What is the over the hedge and hoodwink? They're the two really chaotic squirrels. Yeah, the hoodwink one where he drinks coffee. <laughs> <laughs> so 
I have no idea what we're talking about now. I'm just thinking of squirrels. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> well see, how can we get back on track? I would love to voice a squirrel one day. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, one question that I had. So when you first started out, like, getting your name out there, I know we t- touched on it a little bit, but did you go overhead and make some demos of just random voices you in, um, like, maybe, um, what, do you, what do you call them? parody like a parody voice towards any certain characters or anything like that or did you just go what was that i dropped okay. something yeah yeah okay. <laughs> a little bit then <laughs> um did you um do a parody what, what parody or did you just make up a character yourself or did you just go straight to the like um additions or yeah, so basically, like, my current character demo reel, you you don't need to. It's just I personally did. Um, a lot of those voices are characters that I already voiced for. A couple of them are auditions, but they don't need to be any of that. Like, you can get somebody to write you, um, like, a couple of lines of script for each character and just put that on a demo reel. So it doesn't actually need to be from anything. Um, it's preferable if it's not copyrighted, but it's not really a big deal either, particularly for commercial work. Like yeah. if you want to use some of those brand names, you can. Um, Australia and America kind of have different rules in regards to that. I'm so sorry. My dog is going mental at the moment. That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I will be one moment. She's not normally like this. No, that's all right. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Oh. Uh, to our listeners, if you are interested in uh, following our guest today, make sure you go over to Twitter and follow at Amy Smith VA, or you can go to her website to see what work she's done, and that would be www.amysmithva.com. Um, Amy is spelled A I double uh, A I M double E. So that again is www.amysmithva.com. Hi guys, I'm so sorry. I didn't know somebody had knocked on the door, and that's why she was going crazy. But anyway, she's good now. <laughs> well, that was actually perfect. That was actually perfect timing. Oh, <laughs> it ended it like as you pick as you spoke. I was uh, just finishing uh, saying promoting you. promoting you. Yeah, like just saying where to find you and stuff like that. Oh, that's great. That's perfect. 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 <laughs> like it was an actual perfect timing. I felt like I, That's like I just stopped talking as you jumped on. Like, oh my god, I feel like I've said something bad, but obviously I. <laughs> you know, hey. hey. <laughs> no, it's fine. We, we definitely planned it. We teamed it well. Um, <laughs> all right. So where 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 were we? Oh, so voice uh, demo reel. Voice demo. Yeah. Um, yeah. So basically, if you are looking at a voice demo, it doesn't need to be previous jobs that you've done or any auditions that you've done. It can be literally anything. Um, yeah. General rule of thumb, though, the demo shouldn't be longer than a minute 30 um, and that's really across the board for your character demos and your commercial demos Um, and the first voice is typically your own or as close to your own as possible character Um, Mm -hmm. and I think a lot of people and I'm completely guilty of this on my character demo reel as well focus too much on the versatility as opposed to the emotional believability yeah and that each character has a distinct purpose and has something to say instead of just putting on a funny voice um, and I know that I'm guilty of it. I've been guilty of it for my last two. And I listen yeah. to it and I cringe because I know better now. <laughs> um, but yeah. that's just a general rule of thumb to follow by as well. But, yeah, it can literally be anything. Yeah. Um, 
Oh, yeah, I get that. So, mm. what what kind of steps does do you take to learn a new voice, or is it just kind of like bang, I got this, or is there ways to learn a new voice? Um, so Dave Fenoy had actually made a comment about this. He had said that it's really important to have pockets of characters, and I think that this is where impressionism comes in, which we were talking about a little bit earlier. Yeah. Um, like I personally think that projects as Pinkie Pie and Fluttershy from My Little Pony and Starfire and Raven from Teen Titans Go and that kind of thing. And I'm like, oh, I feel like I can do an okay impression of them, but that doesn't necessarily make me a voice actor. I need to be able to look at character concept art or um, a character description with sample lines and really yeah. understand yeah. how that character would approach those lines and the intent behind those words. Um, so it's really kind of knowing where your voice naturally lies and then figuring out how you're going to create a character around that. So, for example, um, with Mila, um, and because she just links so perfectly to this example, Fluttershy was my comfort zone um, because I'd voiced her in so many different types of projects. And when I had auditioned for Mila, I had probably too much Fluttershy influence in there. And I was like, how am I going to make her different? And I'd actually remembered saying this to Steve and the developer. And I was like, I don't think I like my audition. I like elements of it, but I was like, the voice type doesn't work for her because one, Fluttershy is a Pegasus and Mila's a dog. Like something's not adding up here. She can't yeah. have the exact same voice. Yeah. Um, and so I had to break down that character. I looked at Mila and I'm like, okay, well, for starters, she's young. Okay, Fluttershy is young too, but Fluttershy has a bit more of a maturity. Um, and because Mila's a dog, she's going to be much more energetic. And so as a result, her intonation is going to go up and down. She's much more excitable. She's much more energetic. She needs to have this type of panting to her. Um, there needs to be much more higher pitched elements to her voice. And so that's how I ended up starting from a pocket of a voice that I could fit comfortably into actually creating a character. Um, yeah. yeah. So I feel like that's really important. So just knowing, okay, I can do this, 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 and this well, how can I branch outside of that to to fill it's the space of, of a different kind of role. It's kind of like living in their skin sort of thing. Almost, well, actually, actually exactly like an actor, wouldn't it be? So you'd have to learn their personality, their traits, and then just kind of incorporate your voice. Into yeah. That, wouldn't it? Hmm. Yeah, yeah that, that, that's exactly it. Yeah. Like, even though it's just voice, like, it's still most importantly acting. And I think I even need to remind myself of that quite a lot. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah, this would be the perfect voice for the character. But if I don't believe what I'm saying, nobody else is going to believe it either. Hmm. Um, yeah, so the acting definitely comes first and foremost, which is why I think some voice actors have a bit of a problem <laughs> when they, when they um, say to people, oh, yes, I'm a voice actor. And they're like, oh, I am too. Like, I can do a great impression of this character. And it's like, yeah, like, you can you can create an impression of a character within a particular scenario that you've heard yeah. them do, but how yeah. would they do it if they were completely devastated? How would they do it if they were calling out to somebody, if that person was really close or yeah, mm. it's just, you've got to not just fit the mold, but you've got to think, um, what would they do? Different yeah. Types and circumstances. Yeah. yeah. In order to really be that character. So you, uh, Miller was freedom, Pal- uh, freedom planet. Uh, who was the other one? I'm, I'm looking on your website and I can't find it. The other one you were talking about? So you were, um, you were Miller and... The Pegasus, the I think Pe- you were talking yeah. about. Is that what oh, you said? Oh, um, Fluttershy. Oh, yeah, I don't have her on my website because I'm not her official voice or anything. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, so the ones on my website are only, um, like, those released on Steam or consoles yeah, or okay. mobile games. Yeah, so no, I don't put her on there. I don't want to give people the wrong impression. Oh, I'm, I'm just looking... <laughs> I just did a broken fun project. <laughs> I'm looking, I'm like, I can't, I can't find anything. Oh, 
What am oh, I if I voiced Fluttershy, you would know. <laughs> 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 that, that would be advertised everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> oh. All right. Now I can stop <laughs> searching frantically for that. I'm trying to find out. <laughs> Stress wrinkles. Jesus. So, yeah, I could have listed so many characters and you'd have been like, no, not that one, not that one. I'll be like, I have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> am, I, am I even looking on the right website? <laughs> That's funny. Oh, why? I can relax a little bit now. <laughs> yeah, have a water, have a water. Mm. Let's do this. <laughs> uh, with the voice acting community, you said it was growing. Well, it will, well, it would be growing with the like the vast amount of games that have been produced at the at this current moment. Um, is it a big, friendly kind of collaborative community, or is it just so they're just trying to like dog eat dog world sort of thing, or is it kind of a balance of both? Oh my goodness. It is so friendly. I could imagine it being yeah. completely different. Like I know it's completely different from stage acting and I could imagine it's very different from screen <laughs> yeah. acting. Yeah. Um, like, oh gosh, I could give you so many examples. Um, one of the ones I will refer to though, I yeah. was cast, I was actually scouted for this game, which probably would have been the biggest of my career so far. So it meant a lot to me. Um, and in the end I was cast, I got the role. And then I ended up sending over some voice actors to the developer because I was like, oh, yeah, if, if you want some other voice talent, I have people that I've worked with and they're really great. And, um, yeah, they took me up on the offer. And then they ended up getting the character art changed. So, like, she was a completely different age, completely different aesthetic. Oh, wow. And so I re yeah, so I re-auditioned for her. And, unfortunately, I didn't get it. And... It was not, it wasn't bad at all. Like I did sign a contract. I ended up getting paid for everything. Like nothing had gone badly at all with it. Like obviously yeah. I was devastated because it would have been a massive role for me. Yeah. Um, but everything was fine with the developer. Um, but anyway, one of the other voice actors who, and she actually works in casting as well. She had private messaged me and, and said, look, I just want to check with you. Um, this role has actually gone up for public audition. And I know that you'd already been cast in it is everything okay because they'd asked me if I could help out with casting too and I just found it to be so nice like she wanted to check that everything yeah. had yeah, yeah. gone down appropriately before she had launched into it um but that's really just the fact of the matter is if I'm not right for a role I'm going to recommend it to somebody else and the same happens to me constantly yeah, that's awesome. every, every, yeah every week on Twitter um I have a fellow voice actor who just private messages me jobs that I might not have seen it's a really, really lovely um, online environment. It, I could imagine it just being very, very different from stage and screen. And yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard about any, everything going on with my time at Porsche as well. No, um, a massive no. indie game. At, no, um, it's a massive indie game at the moment. It's number one on Steam, and there's Wait, been some issues with the voice actors and payment. It's called My Time at Porsche. It's number one on Steam at the moment. My Time at Porsche. Yes, they've got over 60 voice actors involved and there's been a lot of issues with communication and payments and basically all right. the voice actors have like shared stories with it and they've all supported one another and retweeted things that are going wrong with the company because they've had 
private emails and lots of warnings about their behavior um, towards voice over talents and yeah, everyone's just kind of sticking up for each other really well. Um, so yeah, it's just a really, really lovely community. Well, that's good. Like um, you don't, you don't think it would be kind of so sunshine and rainbows. You, do, you, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you think there'd be someone competitive. Yeah. yeah, like a dog. Like a dog, dog and, everyone's yeah, competing yeah. to get that one job, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna like throw you onto the bus just to get ahead. So. Mm. <laughs> yeah, and don't get, me, don't get me wrong, like it is competitive, but the fact of the matter is doing that is just going to exile you from the community, exile you yeah. in the eye of mm. the developers too, and you lose out because in the end there is enough work to go around. Like mm. we're only talking about character work, but there's so many different fields of voiceover. Like yeah. the fact that your phone talks back to you now. <laughs> like yeah, that is somebody is voicing that. So, I wanted yeah. to know who Siri was. <laughs> who, who actually is <laughs> <Yeah>. Siri? <laughs> Name, but I did see, yeah, I did see an interview with her. I cannot remember her name for the life of me. Um, but like every time you're on a train, like they're telling you where you're going. Yeah, yeah movie trailers. It's just there's so much out there that there's no need to be petty over one job. If you get it, you get yeah. it. If you don't, well, congratulations. Yeah. You put exactly. your name in there at the same time. Yeah, so, like I, yeah. yeah, like I have an idea online of um what my um like who my direct competition pretty much are in the field. So there are a couple of people who I have a look at roles and I'm like, oh, I know this person's going to be um, uh, auditioning for this role. I know this person's going to be auditioning. And then in the end, sometimes they get it. Eh, what are you going to do? In the end, it balances out. <laughs> yeah, that's true. No, that was, that was actually going to bring me up to the next question. Would it make it actually difficult for you when you're competing against your friends for jobs or like really close colleagues? Would, would it make it difficult or you just kind of, no, nah, you don't really care about that sort of thing because as you said, it balances out with that. Like in the end, like my aim, like as of this month has been to send out 10 auditions a day, a day oh, wow. really. Yeah. Um, That's a lot. Is that a lot or? Like, yeah, it, 10 days, so yeah, 31 days in the month, so 310. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, well, that's I don't do Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, I don't do Saturday and Sunday. But that's what I aim for. I don't necessarily hit that all yeah. the time. Like, some days are better than others. But in the yeah. end, like, you audition and then you have to forget about it because you're doing yeah. so many of them. Um, yeah. So, yeah, there's not time to dwell on that one job, unless it's a really amazing job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, there's not a lot of time to dwell on it because a lot of it you don't get feedback for. You might get one out of ten, if, and that's a really yeah. good yes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, I don't know. It personally doesn't get to me. There's probably been a handful of roles that I haven't gotten that I have been like devastated about in seven years. Mm. Yeah. No, well, that's, that's that's good to know. Yeah, that's definitely that's good mindset. Yeah. And especially like um, someone coming into that, uh, someone new to the uh, community sort of thing, that like it's it's I guess it would be well a welcoming community, and it's like that makes everything so much easier if the community is super welcoming. Yeah, it is. Like, there's a lot of people you can follow on Twitter who constantly repost casting calls um, yeah. that will, yeah, that will, like, they do follow Fridays as well. So if you're a new voiceover talent, they might say, oh, I've checked out this person's work. They're doing really well. They're killing it in the voiceover world. And then, yeah, yeah suddenly they get a little bit more recognition. And, no, it's really lovely. Yeah, that's awesome. That, oh, that's I, great. I was just reading about uh, my time in Porsche, uh, what you were talking about, that, they were withholding payments to its voice actors for several months, blah, blah, blah. Man, that's crazy. Like, that's... I was just reading it now. That's a... Yeah. 
like doing I like, I like doing my research <laughs> it's a shame because it's a beautiful i uh, like i actually it looks like it, for these yeah. guys yeah um in i got cast in planet explorers i don't even talk about it a lot to be honest um because of yeah. it wasn't the most enjoyable experience <laughs> yeah um of course, but back yeah. in 2012 yeah like in 2012 and then i had dealings with them up until 2016 and then i eventually ended up just cutting ties with them um towards yeah. the end of that year and then yeah they've done a casting call for my time at porsche and yeah like the whole voiceover community and then obviously fans of the game and stuff have started speaking out and saying like we're not going to buy this game until voiceover talent have been paid properly and that's yeah. good yeah awesome. it's just like it, yeah it's like if if we can voice act for small indie game developers who can be so respectful of voice ta- voiceover talent and make sure they're credited appropriately and yeah pay appropriately and pay on time and are good communicators and they're doing small visual novels and things like that if they can do that surely a number one top seller on steam can do that there's no excuse oh yeah that'd be oh, yeah. like that that'd be bringing in a lot of money um just from, yeah. from that and they're not paying your actors okay come on like you just you're burning bridges that don't have to yeah, be burnt that's it yeah. and we've yeah and like all of the voice actors know about it now yeah. <laughs> and it's just not, I, don't know how voice, I don't know how they're going to get voice talent again they'll probably need to have a voiceless game it's, yeah yeah, um, cause, yeah you never know some newbies could roll in there that that, that haven't got a clue yeah and that's yeah, probably yeah. the only way they're going to get through yeah but, yeah yeah it'd be a shame but that yeah. would <laughs> Yeah, we learn the hard way, unfortunately, and mm. that is the game development company that. Yeah. Honest, because it, they, I remember that they had sent me an email while I was recording for Freedom Planet Two and had wanted more, um, wanted more voiceover, and I was kind of like, I know better now. Like, I I know what studio should be like. I know what the communication should be like. I know what the payment should be like, and it was just a bad lesson to learn, but. I felt like I grew a lot more and I grew my business a lot more as a result of it. And mm, yeah, actually it might take them a few more games to realize how many bridges they've burnt. Oh, <laughs> they should have realized there. after this. <laughs> but. Yeah, they should have, but I don't, I don't know. Hopefully it all works out in the end. Mm. Okay, so, well, it's, it's good to see. So um, we'll, we'll continue to move. Um, do you, do you have multiple roles or at going at the same time? Oh, yeah, pretty much all the time. Um, Like, I'm working on a few... It's so funny because in my first couple of years of doing this, I was never cast in a visual novel, but this year just seems to be the year for visual novels. (laughs) Okay, yeah. Um, yeah. Is that that all the YouTube stuff, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Oh, well, yeah, there's a lot lot that I haven't announced just yet, but I've got about four, I think, that I'm voice acting in at the moment that I've just been cast in this... Yeah. but yeah, it's, it's, I don't know, it's not exactly all happening at once. It's just, you might do your initial batch of lines and then a couple of days later, or a couple of weeks later, then they might ask for some pickups or revisions and yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, you very rarely just have one role going on for a week and then next week you have a new role and I don't know, it's just always coming in and out, which is nice. So, yeah, magical so, but, oh, very good work. <laughs> how do you juggle, like, how do you juggle that? Cause you know, you're doing like five six different jobs at once and you know know, you got five six different voices that you have to be learning like that seems like like obviously a full-time job work sort of thing 
Yeah, well, it is now. Um, well, my desktop looks a little bit crazy at the moment. Um, so basically, yeah. I just have a file um, for each. Oh, how do I explain it? For each talent roster that I'm a part of, like for example, I work with Shining Star Casting, so they have their own folder, and then in that folder, any auditions I have for them, they have their own folders, like the name of the project. Um, yeah. And like I'm on the roster with Sound Cadence, so they have their own folder. So I have like two columns of like just talent agencies that I'm a part of, not exclusive agencies though. And then I have other folders on my desktop for isolated jobs. Yeah. Um, so they're currently littering my desktop. <laughs> and then if I just want a voice reference, I just go back into there and I listen to the audition that I did for that role. Um, and then in my emails, yeah. And then in my emails, I have just the gold starring system. So I'll just star a project that I need to respond to, or I need to do an audition or a pickup for. And then I've also got, sorry, is that your dog? Is that your dog going off? No, it's my son. One sec. Oh, same same thing, but. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> my dog's really silent now, which is fabulous. Hopefully, she's okay. It's so weird. I can see him talking, but he's not actually. <laughs> yeah, no sound. <laughs> is that is that good now? All good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I, mean, I didn't actually hear anything in the background. I took my microphone out. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to say you did mute it or something. I, I, find a, I was looking for the mute button. I'm like, where the hell's the mute button? The mute button's right <laughs> right where my phone was. That'd be wrong. Anyway. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. Continue. Don't, yeah. Let me, don't let me interrupt. <laughs> no worries. All good. <laughs> um, and then, so, yeah, so I've got my desktop folders. I've got my starring system through emails. And then I also have a weekly planner here that I always keep next to my desk as well. So, obviously, yeah. just the day of the week. And then I write down jobs and then I just do a tally system of how many jobs I completed that day. Same thing for auditions. Yep. Um, yep. So at lunch, like while I'm having lunch, I'll put down the fact that I want to do emails. And then on one day I might be focusing on my game dev map. So finding five new game developers I haven't contacted before or using a hashtag or using LinkedIn or whatever, like yep. it changes per day. Um, and then documenting my afternoon process. And I always write down payments that I'm owed and then I tick it when it's actually paid. And yeah. so there's a lot of admin type of yeah. side too that I kind of needed to teach yeah. myself. I didn't do any of this previously. So I'm still getting used to my system at the moment as well. <laughs> yeah. But I've been better off. Like then you'll keep track of things and yeah. if starts, stuff gets starts getting hectic, then you've kind of got it all laid out. Okay. I can get into organization mode, bang. Yeah. Off you go. Yeah, no, that's it. Like, I was quite fortunate in the fact that my background is a primary school teacher as well. So I'm used to being, yeah. I'm used to being very structured and organized. And my husband jokes all the time and says that his least favorite word in the whole English language is productive. I use it all the time <laughs> and he hates it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely terrible. Right. Productive. <laughs> hey, you mean you got to do things? <laughs> yeah, it just makes it easier in the long run, honestly. Right? Like I've never forgotten a job yet. So this system, it's working so far. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, well, that's good. Yeah, definitely. Especially since now you've like you're going real full full time now, aren't you? So 
you kind of <laughs> need those systems in place. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've got the weekly planner and then I have a massive, oh, what size is it? Is it A2? A2 sized year planner. So it's just like writing upon writing. Sometimes I think, feel like I'm writing more than I'm actually voice acting. Yeah. <laughs> so um, how long does like a typical job take? I guess it would vary job to job, but uh, you know, like, okay, I guess what's your longest, what's your shortest sort of thing? Ooh, so I could probably maybe do 750 words in the space of an hour, but that includes editing and everything as well. Yep. Um, so I generally, like depending on the type of project, I might charge per hour or I'll charge per word, obviously depending on if it's like a massive studio who's requiring the voiceover or it's just an indie developer. Yep. Um, and I'm always flexible when I'm working with indie developers too. Um, yeah. And for my rate sheet as well, I'll always put down that I give two takes. Yep. Um, I like to clarify the voice type during the audition phase first so that the two takes are just different emotional deliveries instead or just different intonation or yep. um, that kind of thing. So yep. I say 750 words, yeah, it, it, it typically does involve the two takes as well, which is why it takes the hour. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's understandable. And because, yeah. I mean, like, they 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 want to get it right too. Like, they want to get the right sound and all that sort of thing too. And that could delay things as well. Yeah, that's it. Like sometimes it depends on how much information I'm given as well. So sometimes yeah. it will just be isolated lines in a Word document. You have no idea of the context. And so you're sitting there being like, huh, okay. maybe they meant it this way. Maybe they're talking to a group of people. Yeah. Maybe they're really angry. Or maybe they're just embarrassed to be talking to a whole group of people. Um, yeah. And so in those cases, I try to pick my best two. Um, and then if they want further alterations and they need to be paid for that's why like that background is really really important or else yeah. you are there for a long amount of time pondering and you might not get the right take um so context is really important so yeah on how it's it's given to me it might be a whole script and my parts are highlighted or it might just be in isolation or yeah really it all of that really depends on how long the project's going to take as well yeah that's yeah Oh, that's what I thought the answer might be around anyway. Yeah. Because I've got yeah. a bit of a background in audio engineering. So I've, I kind of oh, know a little bit. Yeah. Oh, I do. <laughs> I, I don't. I've got no idea. Everything, <laughs> that's way over my head. <laughs> so I kind of know. What was that? I missed all that. These are wizards. <laughs> I'm just awesome. like, I can do basic basic editing and but honestly when yeah. when it comes to troubleshooting my software i'm just awful i just turn into a crumbled mess audacity <laughs> 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 isn't listening to me <laughs> oh i don't i never use that program Not yet. <laughs> oh, no. i know i have other programs but i just i'm just so bad yeah. at technology i can't use them i'm just that that's exactly why i don't do anything because i got no idea I look at this, I'm like, I don't even know what I'm looking at. Like, Marshy, that's you. That's all you. Yeah, that's I'm all sending, my issue. Oh, I'm sending the file to you, Marshy. <laughs> <laughs> like, the, actually, like, when we recorded on Monday, he's like, I don't even know how to record it. I'm like, you just press the, the, yeah, the I, circle button. That, that's not my job. <laughs> <laughs> okay, not oh, man. I, I, I know how to do uh, OBS, but that's it. Yeah. That's OBS. OBS. OBS yeah, is forced for uh, it's open broadcasting software or something. It's for. Oh, okay. This is what I record off. 
Discord, yeah. Yeah, for Discord. I don't use Audacity or anything because now I've got the video. I'll just take the audio from the video and upload that. That's the easiest way that I know how to do it. It seems a bit backwards, but um, then I get the video as well. So, yeah, cool. So OBS, oh, yeah. and you can stream off it as well, uh, Twitch stream and stuff like that. That's yes. what this is. What Twitch stream is used. Yeah, I've got to well, learn how to do all this. I'm just not prepared to learn a new program. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, it's a yeah. lot of work. Yeah. Oh, look, once you learn one program, you just stick to that. That's your preference. There's yeah. heaps of um, different softwares, for, like audio stuff, as well as film and all that sort of stuff. And everyone always has that argument, oh, this one's better than the other. But it's just, to me, it's just whatever Pre- you prefer, preferences. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's exactly it. Yeah, like I definitely know that I shouldn't be using Audacity. I know that I shouldn't be. <laughs> I could see the look on your face. <laughs> I know. I've tried Twisted Wave. I've tried Re- uh, Reaper. I've tried like when Audacity screwed me over. I tried all these different programs and I'm like, I can't do it. It's too complex. There's too many buttons. There's too many. I just, I couldn't figure it out at all. You get overwhelmed. <laughs> I think that's why Audacity is so big because it's just uh, the basic, the basic one. Like it's like press. It's very basic. Yeah, press this to go there. Like press this to start, and that's it. Like there's a big button that says start recording, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what a big red button is for. That's it. I can press a big red button, and I know it's going to start recording. That's That's exactly it. Yeah, yeah, and the fact that it's free as well, like there's yeah. Yeah, positives to it. Um, but yeah, like Twisted Wave seems to be more probably too simplistic from Audacity as well. I don't know, it just the interface didn't seem very nice and you know, I don't I don't know, I felt like it couldn't do everything that I wanted it to, and it was just it might just be my comfortability, the fact that yeah. it's so long. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, so, uh, what was your favorite project to work on? Uh, I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> um, Any way you want. <laughs> uh, okay, I, I need to say Mila. Like, that's, that's yeah. an easy one. Because it represents the beginning of my professional career and the fact that I went over to the States for her. And, and that's, that's so exciting, like. Was. like it, it was just a complete dream and like that she unlocked all of that for me yeah um, I, like I, I associate freedom planet with meeting dawn bennett and alejandro saab and um steve and the developer and i just associate so much with this game um yeah and it's a really great example of how valued the voiceover talent is too like every time it's somebody's birthday like they send out a post wishing them a happy birthday and saying, yeah, go and wish them happy birthday as well. And it was, yeah. it was just such a lovely environment and meeting them in person didn't change anything. It was really amazing. That's awesome. Um, but I also just, yeah, but I also just love voicing her. Like I feel like I could do it in my sleep now. And I think I just embedded so much of what I'd learned about voiceover in her as well. Yeah. 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 But another role for different reasons, would have to be Alicia from Battle Right as well. Yeah. Um, That's a Battle Royale game, is it, if I'm not wrong. So she's in there as well. Um, and I'd wanted to work with Sound Cadence Studios for so long. 
as well. So she represents my first experiences um, with voicing with that studio too. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it was probably my most, um, like my least anticipated role. Like I sent out that audition and I thought nothing else of it. And I remember waking up one morning a little over a year ago now and I was just yeah. like, oh, my God, I can't actually believe that I got that. Like I'd completely forgotten about it and I knew. <laughs> yeah. I but I, I know through Sound Cadence Studios the voice talent that I was up against for this role, which is why, once again, you audition, you forget. And yeah, so yeah. that got to me because I knew that I'm up against Funimation voice talent. And, yeah, that was really incredible to me. I didn't think I would get that at all. So that one's really important. Yeah, that's awesome. So you, you, no, I, you, you, I, you sorry, Marsh, you go. Oh, no, I was just saying that was great. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Okay, so you've worked on uh, bigger titles like Battle Right, Freedom Planet, and Siege Craft Commander. So how have these <laughs> titles helped you move forward with your career? Um, I feel like any voice actor who says that their past work doesn't influence their future work is lying. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it is important. When I do send a cold email, it depends on... Um, the studio that I'm pitching to, but if it is the platforming game, if it does um, include anthropomorphic characters, if I mention Mila from Freedom Planet, they're more likely to know what it is. Um, yeah. And so I'll get a lot more feedback saying, oh, I played Freedom Planet, I loved it. Um, I heard your work as Mila, it was really good. And you are more likely to kind of get that work as well if they've heard your work before. Yeah. Um, and same thing, like if I'm email to a developer who does MOBAs if I mention Alicia from Battle Ride they're like oh yeah I, I play Battle Ride great work with Alicia and they're more likely to remember you um yeah. so I definitely think that that helps um yeah I don't, oh. I don't know what else to say about that but yeah it's um I think that it's definitely helpful in that regard yeah yeah definitely um all right uh sorry all right so do you, you think there's a Oh yeah, sorry. Go, no, go on. Oh, uh, go. Um, living in Australia, do you think this is a disadvantage to you for voice acting, or do you think it's a blessing in disguise? I was about to ask the same question. Oh well, <laughs> I think it. Great um, minds think alike. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it is a blessing in disguise, but oh, particularly coming back from the states, all I did was see, saw it as a disadvantage, and yeah. I talked to other. Um, like aspiring voice actors here in Australia as well. And their explanation is kind of just go overseas. Mm, um, yeah. And where like, like they, that was their plan. They want to go overseas and, and pursue more. They want to pursue anime and game develop. Um, sorry. Yeah. And voiceover for games and things like that. And yeah, I kind of had the different mindset in terms of, there's more here that can be done. Like when I've been doing panels and things like that, I feel like it's just the voiceover, finding voiceover talent is relatively unknown. In terms of the voice acting in itself, I do see the Australian accent as an advantage because there are a lot of, particularly in commercial work, there's a lot of jobs that are just looking for an international English accent. They don't want to be able to pinpoint where the voice is coming from. Yeah. And typically yeah. when we do use, it sounds crazy, but typically when we do use an Australian accent, they think, oh, it's kind of British, but kind of not. And <laughs> so, then, so you can't necessarily pinpoint where we're from. Um, and, then, and then sometimes with um, different game specs as well, they'll say, oh, yeah, we could use a North American voice or it could be like do a second take of your choice and yeah. there's been a few 
occasions in which, okay, I've given them what they wanted and then I've done an Aussie take with a bit of a added quirk of some sort and then I get cast for that. So yeah. so long as, as a voice talent and you're from Australia, so long as you do have that blindingly good North American accent and you have that Aussie voice kind of in your arsenal, then I think that that is quite special. But in terms of the job opportunities, I do think we're at a little bit of a disadvantage. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, the bigger big studios are based in America and stuff like that. Yeah, like you have to be where the work mm. is. Like obviously, as I mentioned before, the technology is getting better, but I don't know if they're going to end up doing anime remotely. Um, so I feel like yeah. that's one thing that's um forever not going to be an option. Um, yeah. yeah. So technology is getting better in that regards, but. Yeah. I don't know. I try to I try to be very realistic, but then I've been surprised with some of the opportunities that have come out of Australia as well. So yeah, yeah, yeah like I, I, I haven't heard how high the ceiling is yet. <laughs> as you said, you you apply for everything, sort of thing. Everything that comes up, you apply. You're you're applying for. You cold calling, and yeah. So anyway, I've just went off into my own little world then, and then I thought of my own question, and now I forgot. <laughs> now I've forgotten the question. Oh, there we go. I got it. Don't worry. Um, oh. So when you did uh when you did Freedom Freedom uh Planet um did and you flew over to America did they pay for that or did you have to get your own way there sort of thing Um so basically with Freedom Planet um we had initially gotten like a small flat payment and yeah. then um we had gotten royalties from the game as well which was pretty amazing because that's pretty much unheard of in indie game development as well Yeah um yeah, which was, yeah, really amazing. Um, so what ended up happening was initially I wasn't going to go overseas. Um, like due to obviously it kind of conflicting with um, being a primary school teacher and the fact I didn't feel comfortable kind of going on my own without my partner too. Yeah. I just wasn't in a position where I was comfortable doing that. Um, and I spoke to Stephen and I said, oh, look, I'm sorry, but I'm not going to be able to do this. I'm happy to record remotely. And he goes, look, I really need this to happen. I really want all the voice talent to come over here to Dallas. And he yeah. said, how about we forfeit your royalties? And he and he said, um, I'll give it to you up front and you can book the flights. Oh, well, yeah. So, yeah, which was really amazing. Um, so basically, instead of getting my royalties for the last couple of years, it's basically paid off those flight tickets. That's so cool. it was just like getting yeah. that money in advance, yeah, which was really lovely. And I'm, I still think to myself, what if I hadn't gone overseas like initially planned, and that would have been madness. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't be where you are, I, I assume. Well, maybe you would be. Yeah. But... Oh, I don't think I would have been. I think that changed everything. <laughs> yeah, it just got you into that, that thing that yeah, this is what you wanted to do. This is what. Yeah, yeah that mindset. Yeah. So, uh, what what advice would you give someone uh, who is starting out? in the voice acting and voiceover area sort of thing. Um, oh, so somebody in Australia? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Preferably okay. in Australia, yeah. Yeah, so when I've done panels, I basically said um, really hone in on a North American accent just so you are instantly the, a different portion of jobs because there aren't a lot of jobs actively seeking Australian voice talent for games. Yeah. Um, so you really need that accent. Um, secondly, make sure this is what you want to do as well. So just get a little USB microphone and give it a go just as a hobby voice actor. And if you yeah. like it, if you are getting some payments, reinvest it in your business, get an actual XLR microphone, get acoustic foam. You don't need to start out with all of that, mm. but just, 
um, go onto Casting Call Club, go onto Voice Acting Club, um, use Twitter, word of mouth. So if you've got any friends who are making games or films or ask to voice act in them. Yep. Um, that um, if you're putting the work in, you will start getting that repeat clientele. You'll start getting those testimonials, those referrals, and then yes. the work will eventually start coming more often. Nice, nice. So just... oh, and Newgrounds as well. I recommend Newgrounds. For, I always forget about Newgrounds, but that's kind of where I got my start as well. Um, and there's a lot of um, animators and game developers on there now as well. Newgrounds? Um, yeah. I've been playing on that site for years. <laughs> I remember I that website. It's still around. It's only, it's only been the last year, actually, where Voice Talent have been making sure that their profiles are up to date because they haven't seen them in years as well. Yeah, but they've just um, popped up again? Yeah, they've got a whole new wave of game developers, mainly because of that not safe for work content, which they're not allowing on some platforms. They're kind of yep. adopting all these other developers. Uh, yep. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. But yeah. obviously, I'm not recommending that side so much, but there's still <laughs> lots of safe for work <laughs> projects too. Yeah. So well, I guess if you're looking for work um, and you're in that sort of starting off area, that it can be a way to start. By just getting yeah. that one or two jobs to get get used to it, get into the flow of things, sort of thing. Yeah, for fun. Yeah, learn about yeah. the process. Um, but obviously, I wouldn't recommend it for those under eighteen. <laughs> and I make that very clear at conventions. I had a couple of parents <laughs> say, "Oh, how can my kids get started in this?" And I'd say, "Okay, look, what I was saying about Newgrounds earlier. Maybe don't do that yet." <laughs> yeah, that, that, <laughs> that's <quite> uncomfortable. <laughs> that site was yeah. That site was a. Uh... Yeah, very, um, <laughs> yeah, there is some great stuff on there though. Like I'd voice, yeah. voice yeah. in a heap of animations and things on there. And yeah, they still produce some very good content. I just wouldn't recommend it for kids. Yeah, definitely not for kids. Even though I'm eighty percent sure me and Marsha used to try out site when we were pre teen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you remember stealing <laughs> Good times. <laughs> that's actually some funny stuff. Oh yeah, that, that was yeah, that was a site. That was a that was a website of uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just reminiscing on our uh, on our past. Bit of nostalgia. Yeah. <laughs> funny. The the video froze at both of you looking to the side with a grin on your face. <laughs> 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 Very sus. <laughs> We did that on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> that was made to be uh that was... <laughs> Well, we've talked about a lot of roles that you'd like and what you've applied for and all that sort of stuff, but um do you have a least favourite one? A least like or oh, they've just all been enjoyable to an extent, um, obviously. They haven't all been enjoyable, but <laughs> <laughs> obviously stayed the types of projects. Um look it it definitely one factor is the voice type um um like those closest to your normal pitch um you can live for much longer um like i've done yeah. an ogre character um <laughs> with multiple revisions and it would just destroy my throat um so no yeah. that one was very enjoyable um <laughs> And obviously, it can depend on experiences with developers too. Um, so there are a lot of factors involved. There's not one I would list. Obviously, um, communication is important. Um, context is important. 
um, yeah. and ensuring that you're doing the right thing as a voice actor too. And anything that you show on your demo reel, you need to maintain with longevity as well, or it's just going to make for yeah. an unpleasant experience. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's understandable. Yeah, everything mm -hmm. that you do can uh, can obviously help you, or if you do something uh, that wasn't the best, it, it can come, I guess it could come bite you on the ass in, in, in the future. Yeah, that's it. Like, there's no point in really trying to maintain a particular job if you're sick the next day and then can't take on any more work. So yeah. it's kind of the trade-off you need to decide on. So I personally know that I wouldn't audition for another ogre anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Obviously with warm-ups and with practice and stuff. So maybe in maybe in another year or something I might be able to do it comfortably and yeah. with appropriate vocal placement and but yeah, as of right now, I'm like, nope, I remember how bad of experience that was last time, so I'm going to hold off for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. That makes complete sense. <laughs> so do you have a favourite role to play or like uh, any sort of, you know, uh, hero, villain? Villains. <laughs> <laughs> Villains? Yeah. Um, yeah, I have a couple of voice actors and developers who actually joke about it because they're like, oh, you're so nice, but <laughs> you do these villain <laughs> characters quite well. Um, like I'm voice acting into Steam and PlayStation 4 this year, actually, and the game's called Effie by Inverge Studios. And I voice for the role of Effie, who's a little child, and I voice for Malira as well, yeah. who is um, your typical villain, which I love. Yep. And they're even... Um, in a game called Hero X as well, I voice a, vil a villain named Desire. Um, so I actually do them quite a lot, considering that my archetype was more of the high-pitched anime type of characters. Yeah. Um, surprisingly gone the other way, where I'm voicing for a lot more deeper-pitched or sensual or just malicious types of characters. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. It's only been the last couple of years which I've been cast as that. So that's cool. I didn't know yeah. that about myself. <laughs> That you that you had uh, a little bit of villain inside you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a small part of me that knew. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's something. Yeah. Um. You got any more questions, Luke? Or uh, so I've ran through all mine. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty. I'm sure really. I'm pretty sure that's about it. Um. Do you have anything else you'd like to say? Like your socials? <laughs> oh, well, I heard you kind of touched on those. Um, so my website was www.amysmithva.com. Uh, my Twitter is amysmithva as well. And I'm pretty much that um, username across all of my socials as well. Um, yep. But thank you guys so much for having me. I had fun. Thank you so much for uh, joining no, us. That's right. That's great. It was great to um... get some in-depth. What was that? That went all robotic for me. <laughs> oh, oh what? You're frozen again. <laughs> now. Looks like it's, it looks like you're sleeping. Please tell me my internet's not screwing up. Oh no, you've yeah, you just yep. You there? <laughs> yep, don't worry. <laughs> oh, brilliant. That, that's gonna make okay. some, that's gonna make for some good content there. <laughs> Sitting laughing. Um, I, I, uh, um, all right. All right, now you're all good, all good. Um, so yeah, oh, what if, the fuck is this? if you want to, if make sure if you make sure you do go follow Amy Smith uh, on her Twitter. That was a at 
Amy Smith VA. That's A I M E E Smith V A, not A M Y. Just for uh, listeners or viewers. Um, yeah. So thanks uh, so much to Amy for joining us on today's episode of the Hits Up podcast. Thank you for knocking off the first one for us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that I was. So I'm the first voice actor you guys have had on. Yeah. Don't, yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh, I am flattered. So we're, we're, what are we, 10 episodes, 11 episodes. We've done 11, 11 normal episodes of our podcast. So we're still, we're, no, we've done 10. We've done yeah. 10 because the one with Chris, we, that was over yeah. Christmas. Oh, yeah. How funny is that? Chris Christmas. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're the you're the first voice actor. We had a gaming developer on not long ago over Christmas, as we just said. He was a gaming developer. So we're just um we're trying out new things, we're doing little things here and there. And I appreciate it very much. No worries, guys. Thank, Thank you, you very much. much. Have a great night. Thank you very much. You too. Right, bye. Bye. Right. Yeah. Um do we have to? There we okay, go. You do that. No, all right. Yeah. Um... <laughs> that was good. That was actually good. I like that. And just one sec. To all our listeners and uh, viewers, thank you for watching the Hit Start podcast. Uh, first ever premium episode. Premium, premium episode. Um, these will be out on Patreon tw- uh, 48 hours after we record them, each and every recording. Uh, in the future, these will be once a month. I made a small mistake and I overcompensated for everything. So me and Marshy will be working out uh, because I managed to get a whole bunch of different people on board. So we're going to be releasing a whole bunch of different episodes in the coming uh, few days. No, sorry, few few. We'll be re- releasing a lot more episodes in the coming future, just for a small small amount of time until I c- we catch up. We play catch up of my my mistake. Um, yeah, do you want to have anything else to say? No, I just hope you enjoy the inside of a voice actor. Yep. Uh, we hope to get some more on and some more different, like some more uh, disciplines within the gaming industry. Yep. We got a few lined up, so yeah, stay so tuned. We'll... Subscribe Patreon or Patron it. Patron. <laughs> Subscribe to the Patron. <laughs> Um, it, was, it was it was a delight to have Amy on. It was um very good, yes. like, uh, outstanding what she's done. And I'm Definitely. glad we got a little bit of mention of Dragon Ball Z in there. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, as I mentioned, yeah. uh, we will be releasing a few more episodes because of uh, I I made a mistake. That's all right. It's more content for you guys. Yeah, definitely more content for you guys. But these will be once we catch up and get a. I guess we're going to get a little bit of back catalogue for you guys. Um, we will it'll see. Once a month. It'll be once a month. So keep an eye out for that. Did make sure we, you go follow us on our socials. Uh, everything is at Hit Start Pod, and you can check out our Patreon. Uh, I guess you're a Patreon subscriber. Patreon dot com forward slash Hit Start Pod. All right, that's uh, the Hit Start Podcast. That's a wrap, guys. Uh, hitting stop. On another episode. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, dickheads.